your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 696 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. we got a lot to do on today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers. We are going to discuss the Blue Shirts signing veteran defenseman Ben Harper, a former senator, former Nashville Predator as well. We're going to talk about him. Also uh, got some intel from Locked On Senators, so uh, we'll share their thoughts on uh, on Ben Harper. Uh, we're also going to preview the two Ranger games for this weekend. They will be at Dallas at 2 p.m. on Saturday. They will then be at Arizona at 8 p.m. on Sunday. So obviously, fingers crossed that the Rangers can bounce back and get the train back on the tracks here, uh, you know, going into these two matchups on a four-game losing streak. Uh, we've also got a comment from Anthony. Anthony is a uh, very loyal listener slash viewer of Locked On New York Rangers, and shout out to Anthony for uh, you know weighing in with a comment that he has about Chris Kreider. And the other thing that Anthony did was he actually sent me a package in the mail. I've got it right next to me here. I don't know what's in here, but we're going to open it up at the end of today's episode and find out together. And also, I got to share uh, some pictures of the, uh, the New York Rangers from Halloween, what I can only assume was a Halloween party. They are absolutely fantastic. They need to be seen to be believed. Uh, they are great. Anybody that's seen them, you guys know what I'm talking about. But I'm uh, just going to share that picture later because uh, it's it's just an instant classic. But like I said, we'll go ahead and start today's episode by talking about the uh, signing of 27-year-old defenseman Ben Harper. Uh, for people that may not know a lot about him, I mean, I I'm in that same group, actually, because he's obviously not a household name, not a superstar or anything like that. But to get to know him a little bit better, uh, Ben Harper goes six foot six, two hundred and thirty-one pounds. He is a lefty shot. Uh, it's believed that he's going to be heading to the Hartford Wolfpack, and he'll just serve as organizational depth. And you know, part of the reason for this signing, I would imagine, is kind of to replace Jared Tenorti. I mean, both of them are just monsters. They're they're just trees on skates, basically, and. You know, obviously, Jared Tenorti, when the Rangers placed him on waivers, he was, for some reason, claimed by the Chicago Blackhawks, and it sounds like he's actually been getting top four minutes there uh, in Chicago. So good for Jared Tenorti. Uh, it's good that he's, you know, an NHL regular again, or at least it would appear to be. I haven't checked the Blackhawks' recent game, so I don't know that for sure. But uh, Tenorti's gone, and it seems like Ben Harper now is kind of in his place as kind of the organizational depth type player, and uh, he'll be heading to the Hartford Wolfpack. And... Again, just for some background on Harper, a former fourth-round pick by the Ottawa Senators back in 2013. Uh, Harper has skated in 156 games in the NHL, has one goal, 14 assists. He is a minus 42 in that time. He's also blocked 164 shots, so basically a block shot per game, uh, 254 hits. He's been credited with 35 takeaways and 126 giveaways, and he has averaged 16 minutes and three seconds of ice time. Uh, most recently this past season, he skated in 19 games with the Nashville Predators, uh, had one assist, was a minus 10, averaged 13 minutes and 44 seconds of ice time last season, 
21 block shots, 36 hits. And again, somebody that's not really a household name, I'd be lying if I came on here and said that I've broken down, you know, hours upon hours of Ben Harper footage because I have not. But I reached out to both, uh, you know, Locked On Senators and Locked On Predators. I did that, you know, maybe just an hour before I started recording here just to see if they have any thoughts on Ben Harper, any intel that they can share. And uh, did not hear back from Locked On Predators yet. I mean, they probably just haven't seen my message. Like I said, it wasn't that long ago. But I did hear back uh, from Locked On Senators, and, you know, Brennan and Ross, they do such a great job with their show. But uh, this is what they had to say about Ben Harper. Uh, anybody watching on YouTube can see their comments, but anybody not watching on YouTube, I'll go ahead and just read it here for you. Basically, I just asked, hey, guys, I know he hasn't played on the Senators in a few years, but any intel on Ben Harper? And then uh, I'm not sure if it was Brandon or Ross because they responded from the Locked On Senators account, but either one of them, Brandon or Ross, wrote this back to me. Not exactly a ringing endorsement on Ben Harper, but what they wrote was enormous, zero physicality, zero puck skills. So, yeah, like I said, not a ringing endorsement. And they sent a GIF to go with it here, and anybody watching on YouTube can see the GIF. And, uh, yeah, that young man does not look uh, too excited about Ben Harper, does not seem too enthusiastic about uh, the prospects of Ben Harper making uh, a big impact on the New York Rangers. But I guess we'll see. You know, obviously, look, if it's just organizational depth, which is what it seems like it is, I think it's fine. If he's just somebody that's here to replace Jared Tenorti as like the eighth defenseman in the pecking order, ninth defenseman even, uh, that's fine as well. But I don't want to see Ben Harper getting ice time. You know, if nobody's hurt, if, if you know, if he becomes the option over Zach Jones or even somebody like Matthew Robertson, that's not a good thing. Uh, I guess, you know, so far this season, you know, Gallant seems pretty content to let uh, Zach Jones and Libor Hack battle it out as far as who the sixth defenseman is going to be. And that is a situation that's still kind of ongoing. Uh, but, you know, even if if the organization sours, if the coaching staff sours on Zach Jones and Libor Hayek, and they don't think that either one of these guys is playing up to par at the NHL level, I really, really hope that the Rangers will give Matthew Robertson the next crack before they turn to somebody like Ben Harper. And it's nothing against Ben Harper because, again, I haven't even seen this guy play. You know, I watched a couple of clips on YouTube. He has one career goal. I, I watched his goal. I watched one or two fights that he got into as well. Um, but, you know, 27 years old, He's kind of just becoming, you know, I mean, he's only played for two two teams, but it seems like he's going to become like a journeyman type player. I don't want him to get the next crack at it over somebody like Matthew Robertson. Matthew Robertson could be this year's Braden Schneider if you give him the chance. You know, he plays a similar style. And of course, as Matthew, uh, Matthew Robertson and Braden Schneider were line mates or defense partners, as it was, uh, during their time together at the Hartford Wolfpack. So... Yeah, I just, I'm fine with this if it just is simply organizational depth. But if they're looking to make a change here and go with Ben Harper over Zach Jones and or Matthew Robertson, I don't think that's a good thing. I just don't see what purpose that serves. Uh, it doesn't sound like this guy has ever really had any big time success at the NHL level. And, you know, there's a reason why he's only played 156 games since being drafted nine years ago. So... Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I just hope that, uh, once again, like I said, uh, the Rangers will stay the course with Zach Jones. That's my top preference. I know he's kind of been up and down a little bit this year, but let him take his lumps. Let him, uh, you know, make a couple of rookie mistakes and let him hopefully become the player that the Rangers believe that they have by the time that the playoffs uh, roll around this season. And obviously the Rangers have to make the playoffs first and, you know, get out of this, uh, this little rut that they're in right now. But I, I believe they will do both of those things. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Moving forward, but uh, yeah, my hope once again is that Ben Harper is just here as organizational depth. They're not looking at him as being like, 
you know, the six defensemen for the rest of the season and into the playoffs and everything like that. So, uh, but we will see. I mentioned Matthew Robertson. One other, one other thing that I should mention as it pertains to him, uh, he is a minus three for the Wolfpack despite having four assists in the Wolfpack's first four games this season. And the Wolfpack, by the way, 0-2, 1-1. That's two regulation losses, one overtime loss, and one shootout loss as well. So, yeah, we'll keep our eye on the Wolfpack as we always do. And uh, here's keeping our fingers crossed that the Rangers don't hit the panic button and insert Ben Harper into uh, Zach Jones's spot on the NHL roster. But we will keep this rolling in just a second. I want to turn our attention to uh, these two weekend games that the Rangers are going to be playing against uh, the Stars and Coyotes. We're going to take a look at those two matchups in just a second. But first, just got to let everybody know, today's episode of Locked on New York Rangers is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, we just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, and we're going to keep everything rolling right along here. Take a look at these two games that the Rangers are going to play this weekend. Once again, uh, at Dallas, Saturday at 2 p.m., at Arizona, Sunday at 8 p.m. And, you know, if I have to take a, a guess at this, I would imagine that the Rangers are probably going to do what they always do, and that's not have Igor Shesterkin play both games of a back-to-back. I would imagine, you know, given the fact that the Stars are in first place in the Central and the Coyotes are in dead last, I would imagine you'd go with your best goalie, that being Igor Shesterkin at Dallas. I mean, there's no reason really for Yaroslav Halak to be starting two straight games anyway, so I'd imagine you get Igor at Dallas and then Halak at Arizona. I'm still leaving the door cracked to the idea that perhaps Gerard Gallant will kind of buck the trend here and allow Igor Shosturkin to play both games of this back-to-back. I've talked about this in the past couple of episodes, so I'll keep it brief here. But basically, I just don't like the idea of Yaroslav Halak playing three out of five games, which will be the case if he gets one of these two games uh, this weekend. And... You know, again, you've got the Vesna winner. No reason that he should be on the bench for three out of five games. And I know Benoit Allaire has a lot to do with that, deciding who plays when. Uh, Gerard Gallant said as much, you know, very recently. But I don't know. I, I got to have Igor Shesterkin out there, especially as the Rangers you know, try to work their way out of this funk that they're in right now. So let's take a look at the Stars first. As I just mentioned, first place in the Central Division. Uh, the first thing that really stands out for the Dallas Stars for me is their goalie. That would be Jake Ottinger. He's off to a phenomenal start this season which is kind of ominous because in these last few games, the Rangers are running into goalies that seemingly always have not just their A game, but their A-plus game. Uh, we saw you know just outstanding play from Sorokin. Uh, Alex Georgiev was fantastic as well. So uh, it doesn't get any easier here, at least not on paper. Ottinger to start the season for the Stars, 5-1, and one, a save percentage of 960, and a goals against average of 1.17 to go along with one shutout. Now, obviously, those numbers will eventually come back to earth at least a little bit, but Andre's no joke. He's a third-year goalie, uh, has a career save percentage of 917, a career goals against average of 236. So he could be emerging as one of the bright young stars in this league, uh, to be sure. 
As far as, you know, if you're clinging to uh, the hope that maybe uh, that could just be an off day for Ottinger, as far as, you know, him possibly not playing, uh, he's probably going to be between the pipes in this one because uh, it was just earlier this week on Monday, uh, Scott Wedgwood got a start for the Stars, and uh, that was the Stars' third most recent game. And they don't have a back-to-back here do the Stars against the Rangers, so there's no real reason for them not to go with Ottinger. I believe they will do that. And, uh, yeah, like I said, the Rangers got their work cut out for them because Ottinger actually coming off of one of his best performances of the season. Uh, the Stars played the Capitals on Thursday, and they won 2 to nothing, 20-save shutout for Ottinger. So uh, an enormous test to be sure, but uh, the Rangers, uh, you know, I, I think they'll rise to the challenge here. They're just due to play a really good game, and, um, you know, hopefully— they can deal with uh, somebody that's obviously been hot between the pipes for the Dallas Stars. As far as other players to watch out for when it comes to the Stars, uh, Jason Robertson kind of leading the way here. Three goals and five assists in the first eight games of the season. Uh, you've also got Rupe Hintz. He's got two goals and six assists. And Joe Pavelski, the ageless wonder, uh, four goals and three assists in the eight games. And by the way, those three players that I just mentioned, uh, Robertson, Hintz, and Pavelski, they make up the Dallas Stars' top line. So the Ranger top line that's kind of been up and down this season a little bit, uh, they're going to have to really, really bring it in this game. they got to, you know, be on their toes and spend a lot of time in the attacking zone, fight for the pucks, all that good stuff. You know, this this is a dangerous uh, line for the Dallas Stars here, and uh, the Rangers are going to have to keep them under control if they're going to win this game because they're obviously, uh, you know, white hot to start the season here. As far as some other, you know, top scores, you got Mason Marchment, three goals and three assists. Uh, Tyler Sagan, two goals and four assists. Uh, Jamie Benn, somebody that's, you know, been a star for the Stars over these past couple of years for quite some time now, off to a slow start. My understanding is that certain Stars fans were starting to get a little bit upset with him. Uh, he has just three assists in the first eight games, and he's actually fallen out of the top six. Uh, he's on the third line, left wing spot right now, but you've always got to watch out for him. He's somebody that likes to stir the pot and has mixed it up with the Rangers in the past. So I, I could see a situation where, you know, maybe Jamie Benn is trying to mix it up a little bit. I could see maybe him and Ryan Lindgren coming together at some point in this game. You know, Lindgren's been playing with a certain amount of feistiness. I mean, that's par for the course for Ryan Lindgren. He's always, you know, somebody that's going to mix it up out there. But uh, this game against the Islanders, and even the game against the Avalanche, you know, mixing it up a little bit uh, with some extracurriculars after the play. So I wouldn't be surprised at all to see Jamie Benn and Ryan Lindgren find each other at some point during this game. And of course, we got to talk about our old buddy here, Nils Lundqvist. Uh, Lundqvist, in his first eight games with the Stars, has four assists. He's also a plus one. And he's actually been playing with Ryan Suter as the top pairing for the Dallas Stars. And Lundqvist has also been playing on the Stars' top power play unit. So they have not wasted any time. You know, the Stars paid a pretty good price to acquire Nils Lundqvist, but they've thrown him right into the fire. And obviously, uh, they're trusting him with some key minutes and playing him in a, a big role, you know, despite him being new to the Stars and despite him being a rookie. So we'll see what happens. It's a good matchup for the Rangers, a great opportunity, I would say, to get right. I mean, you've lost four in a row. If you go out there on the road and you knock off a team that's in first place in its division, uh, that's going to make a lot of us feel a lot better, I would imagine. And if you do that, to really make it count, what you have to do then is go into Arizona and sweep this uh, weekend series here. You don't want to beat the Stars and then throw it all away by losing to the Coyotes. Coyotes dead last in the Central. They're two and four and just not a very good team. I mean, you look at power rankings, they're always like in the bottom you know, three or four at least. And, you know, they, they've got all their issues with the arena that they're playing in and so on and so forth. But uh, as far as, you know, players to watch for the Coyotes, uh, Shane Gossespierre is leading the way for them in points. He's got four goals and four assists in the six games. 
This guy, I swear, man, he, he's up and down like a yo-yo from season to season. Obviously, spent a lot of time with the Philadelphia Flyers. He's now 29 years old, if you can believe that. Um, but seems to, you know, just really be up and down from season to season. I think the knock on him is that, yeah, he gets points, but he's not always, you know, the best defensive defenseman. So there's he's somebody that always just kind of gets mixed reviews, you know, from season to season. Uh, as far as other players to watch, Clayton Keller, uh, two goals and five assists in six games. So leading the way as far as the forwards are concerned. And Nick Ritchie, he's got three goals and two assists, which is probably like half the amount of points that he'll get when the season is all said and done. And uh, Nick Ritchie, the master of accidentally on purpose, falling on top of your goalie and or making contact with your goalie's head. He did this no fewer than three times to Ranger goalies when he was on the Boston Bruins. And the thing that annoys me more than anything else, like if he just ran the goalie and just accepted whatever consequences came with it, I would respect that more. I mean, it would still be garbage, don't get me wrong, but I would respect that more than what he does. He always is in the crease and always just kind of seems to lose his balance whenever the goalie's down on the ice or accidentally catches the goalie with his shoulder as he's going by or whatever it might be, and then always has this look on his face like, whoa, what happened? What do I do? He's doing it on purpose. He's the master of accidentally on purpose making contact with the goalie. He's good at that and literally nothing else, so... Obviously, the Rangers are going to have to keep their eye on him. If he does this again to Igor or Halak or whoever's in net for the Rangers in this game, uh, there need to be some repercussions here because he got Igor uh, once or twice last season. He also got Alex Georgiev the one time. So Rangers need to be keeping their eye on Nick Ritchie. And another player to watch on the Coyotes is uh, Dylan Gunther. Uh, Gunther, you know, he's not lighting the world on fire as far as, you know, total points are concerned. I mean, he's got two goals and one assist in five games. Uh, but this is a player to watch because he was the... Number nine overall pick in the draft, not this year, but last year, and just 19 years old. He's a right winger, and last year just tore up the WHL. He had 91 points in 59 games, and uh, now he's with the Coyotes, and uh, they're just kind of saying sink or swim, I would imagine. You know, it's a rebuilding team, so there's no reason not for them to have, you know, their young star on the ice. Uh, right now, he's been playing on the third line for them, but I would imagine in time he will eventually climb the ranks there. Uh, exciting young player there for the Coyotes, a franchise that, that needs somebody like that, needs somebody that they can get excited about. And, uh, you know, I, I think Dylan Gunther certainly fits the description there. As far as the Coyotes themselves, most recently they defeated the Blue Jackets in Columbus on Tuesday. They won that game 6-3. to three. Uh, The Coyotes are going to be back in action at home against the Jets tonight, Friday night. Uh, and in their last three games combined, the Coyotes have allowed uh, 15 goals. So averaging giving up five goals per night. And as those scores would suggest, uh, goaltending has certainly been an issue for the Coyotes. You've got Karel Vejmelka. I, I hope that's close to the correct pronunciation. But he's 1-3 with a 477 goals against average and 877 save percentage. You've also got... Connor Ingram, who is 1-1 one one with a 402 goals against average and an 871 save percentage. It's obviously a small sample size, but clearly goaltending has been an issue for this team. And the fact that the Rangers have been struggling to score goals recently, my hope is that they can, you know, grind out a tough win against Dallas. Again, I'll say the same thing about Dallas that I did about the Avalanche. If the Rangers go in there and they beat the Dallas Stars in any fashion, it's a positive because Dallas has been really, really good to start the season. You're on the road. You snap the four-game losing streak, you'll feel good about yourself, even if there's still a couple of areas that you need to correct. But this game against the Coyotes, I mean, the Rangers should be lighting up one of these goalies. And I realize any goalie can have a good night, and I'm sure both these guys are better than, you know, a 477 goals against average and a 402 goals against average. But they're not exactly, you know, world beaters, and the Rangers need to go in there and put up some serious goals against the Arizona Coyotes. So uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed that they do just that. 
And uh, I figure we can go ahead and uh, in just a second, we'll turn our attention to uh, a comment from Anthony that we got. And I'm also going to open this gift that he was generous enough to send me here. And I'll share that with you guys as well. And like I said, we also got to take a look at uh, the Rangers and, and how they celebrated Halloween here, a little Halloween party uh, for the blue shirts. So we will do all that in just a second. But first, I just got to let everybody know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Simply Safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. As Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because it's a phenomenal product. They protect you with cutting-edge security technology powered by 24/7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. With 24/7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home and even if you can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and outside your home. Smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real. And even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Our monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, so like I said, we're going to. Go ahead and uh, keep everything rolling here. Anthony reached out to me, and it's something that I've been meaning to talk about. I'm glad Anthony brought this up, uh, but I'll just read his comment here, and I'll kind of offer my thoughts as well. But this is what Anthony had to say uh, about Chris Kreider. I wanted to give my opinion on Kreider's. I'm not upset with the lack of scoring. It's early. I'm upset with this weird half-hearted forecheck thing he's doing where he sticks his stick out to play the puck and then like sort of turns his back to the guy as he skates into him and is equally ineffective at both. It's like either poke check or take the body, but do whichever you're going to do, 100% or not at all. He just kind of skates around doing nothing. Yeah, I've noticed this too. Like, it's weird, like, when he's on the four check, he seems to, like, like everything starts okay. You know, he goes in kind of hard, but then, you know, he gets to his guy, and he just kind of, like, presses him against the boards, but he's not really, like, fighting for the puck. He's not really paying attention to what's going on around him. It's really strange. I've noticed this a couple of times, and there was one time where I really called out Kreider and really the entire first line and the defensemen that were out there, too. I want to say this was the game against the Blue Jackets, a game where effort I thought was an issue for the Rangers. These last two games, it, I don't think it was an issue at all. They just didn't win. Um, but yeah, they were in on, uh, or they, they were rather in their own zone, and puck is along the boards, kind of in the corner, you know, it, it's moving up the boards, and Kreider's there, and he's, he, you know, he's he's against his guy, but he's not really doing anything. He's just kind of standing there like a statue, and, you know, Mika, that was the goal where he dropped his stick, and he had to go pick it up, and while he was picking up his stick, the Blue Jackets were scoring the goal. Uh, I think Keandre Miller was out there, too. It was not a banner shift for the Rangers, but I've noticed that, too, where, where Kreider just, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I, I don't know if it's a lack of effort, or he's just not engaged in the play. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but it's something that 
I definitely want to uh, keep an eye on going forward here. Uh, that is for sure, because I have noticed that too. There, there's something weird going on with Chris Kreider when he's in on the four check. And, and to your point, Anthony, I would imagine that, yes, I, I think the scoring uh, will come sooner or later for Chris Kreider. Like I said before, maybe this is part of it too. Maybe he's just frustrated, a little bit disheartened. I think there are times in the past where Chris Kreider can get down on himself. Uh, maybe the lack of scoring and the amount of times that he's either hit the post or been robbed by the goalie, or had some bad puck luck. Maybe that's starting to weigh on him a little bit. But, I mean, you know, Chris is uh, 31 years old now, I believe. He's a veteran of this league. He's got to hang in there and, you know, keep a, a positive mindset as one of the leaders on this team. And uh, here's hoping that he does just that. I, I think he's got to break through sooner or later here as it pertains to the scoring. But a uh, great observation there, Anthony. I, I've kind of noticed that as well. And it's something that I'm definitely going to keep an eye on uh, this weekend and certainly beyond. And speaking of Anthony, like I said, we got the... Uh, the package over here, he sent me a gift. I'm going to pull it out right now and see what we got here, and I'll share it with you guys. All right, well, this is awesome. Anthony, man, I cannot thank you enough, and, you know, it, you guys never fail to amaze me. Just, this is this is way more than, uh, than I even need. I mean, it, it's so cool that you sent this to me, but the fact that you guys just, you know, routinely listen to this show, watch this show on YouTube, whatever it might be. Um, that's, that's more than enough, but, uh, Anthony can't thank you enough for this, man. I, I know what I'm going to be reading a little bit later here today. Uh, but for anybody who's, uh, listening on audio, I should probably fill you guys in. Uh, Anthony was kind enough to send me a book, New York Rangers, 75 years, a book by John Halligan with a forward by Wayne Gretzky. So, uh, I cannot wait to get into this and learn a little bit more about the Rangers and relive some times that I lived through, uh, in my life and in my fandom as a New York Ranger fan. But Anthony, once again, man, thank you so much. Cannot thank you enough for this, and uh, man, you guys are the best. Just the fact that you guys continue to listen to the show, much less send me things, uh, cannot cannot thank you guys enough for that. Uh, so I figure uh, we can pretty much call it for the day here, but the one last thing that I definitely wanted to do, because this is just, it's just too good. Like, I, I have to share this, uh, the, the Halloween uh, pictures from the Rangers Halloween party, but I can only assume was a Halloween party here for the Rangers. And so there you have it. This is what I was just talking about, the Rangers Halloween party. Anybody that's a fan of the movie Dodgeball, which I definitely am, uh, that was one of the go-to movies in college for sure, but you'll definitely appreciate this. And uh, for anybody listening on audio, uh, the Rangers, uh, a few of them, dressed up like characters from the movie Dodgeball. It was posted, the picture was posted, by Barclay Goodrow on his Instagram account. Uh, you've got Barclay Goodrow. I'm assuming he's dressed up as Peter LaFleur here. I mean, he's got the C for the captain. Yeah, he's got to be Peter LaFleur, which was, of course, uh, Vince Vaughn's character in the movie Dodgeball. He's wearing the average Joe's jersey. Uh, you've got Artemi Panarin as Ben Stiller's character, uh, White Goodman. And, uh, yeah, that's that's just spot on right there. Uh, he was the, uh, the villainous character from the movie Dodgeball. And uh, it's just such a funny movie. Definitely check it out if you get the chance. And then you've got Ryan Reeves uh, dressed up as Michelle, which is basically uh, Ben Stiller's right-hand man in the movie. Uh, he's part of, what was the name of the, the villainous team in that movie? The Purple Cobras or something like that. So there you have it. Really cool stuff. And then there's another picture here where you've got the, you know, you've still got Goodrow. You've still got Reeves. You've still got Panarin. Now you've got Mika Zibanejad dressed up as Patches O'Houlihan. He's in the wheelchair. He's got the wrench. Uh, again, anybody who has seen the movie, you'll definitely get these references. And I'm hoping Mika's wearing a, a wig there because if he's if he dyed his hair white just for this, that's that's big time commitment uh, to the part for sure. And then of course uh, we got a video here as well. There's Mika Zibanejad as Patches O'Houlihan throwing a wrench at Barclay Goodrow as Peter Lafleur. So just fantastic stuff all around. And uh, just good stuff. And for anybody that's going to see this and say, oh, man, they should put more effort into what they're doing on the ice than, you know, their Halloween costumes, 
just just relax, okay? It's okay for these guys to have a good time together. In fact, I was actually going to come on here and suggest that, you know, they need some kind of a team thing, you know, a team outing of some sort. And obviously they went with, uh, you know, a Halloween party here. Hopefully this just loosens everybody back up and they're ready to go uh, for these two games this weekend. But that will do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time. Thanks for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts.